Tzav Baruch Hashem, Parashat Kedoshim, 5779. I woke up with a sense from a dream, from an inner voice, and again, the transition from sleeping to waking up is usually a time ripe for deeper insights, just the amazing experience of the soul being in another realm and coming back into the body is an educational experience for a person to understand the different levels of reality that they inhabit. So when you make a big transition like that, you get a sense of the bigger picture. But the dream was kind of illustrating that the source of time and space is like a solid ground. In Kabbalistic language, it's called the Eretz, the land. The Torah is going on and on and on about inheriting the land. Inheriting the land. So, you know, Kohelet says in chapter 1, Dor holech v'dor ba v'aretz la'olam omeret. A generation comes and a generation goes and the land is always standing firm. which is to say that there are like two poles to a spectrum. On either end of the pole is the idea of the land, the upper land and the lower land. And the souls are traveling back and forth between one land and the other being born out then passing on for a new generation but as Rabbi David Vallee in the name of the Arizal explains on this verse it's really the same generation that comes back just in different forms so too when we wake up from sleep sleep was like a miniature death and awakening is like a miniature reincarnation And what I experienced just was that what I'm rooted in, what everything is rooted in that's expressing itself right now, it's really rooted in an upper land, in an upper solid state where it comes from, which is where the creator originated it and continues to manifest it from that high upper originating land and then it extends itself out into particular iterations on the other side of the pole on the other polar extreme the lower land that we encounter with our five senses but that somehow the journey of the souls 
flying back and forth between these two lands was actually why everything else was flying back and forth from these two lands also. And one more point to share is the verse says in the Shir Shel Yom, in the daily song we sing on Wednesday on Yom Revi'i, um, as the one who planted the eyes and sprouts the ears, does he not see or hear? It's not a perfect translation. Something like this. And what is this verse saying? Who's planting an eye or an ear? Like Hashem, but what does it mean? So, the Reishi Chachma explains that on a simple level we see an interesting thing that the vessels of perception eyes, ears, nose as opposed to other internal organs which are hidden inside of the body these organs sprout forth from the face um, also hands, you know the fingers they really and the, and the extremities they sprout forth from the body in an extension because they are involved in outward sensation and action. But the Reishi Chachma and the other sources, I believe the Leshem and Chalik Biorim is also explaining that the language of Hashem planting our eyes and our ears is the language of this concept of the land, of an upper land extending down like a growth ultimately into the other extreme of the pole into the lower land such that as we said it's the journeys of the souls back and forth between these two lands that is actually drawing the upper land into the lower land to manifest a particular experience in that moment and so the verse says the creator who plants the eyes and the ears, does he not see or hear? Meaning to say, a person can't think, Hashem doesn't see me here. Because that person being there and seeing what they're seeing and manifesting reality in the way that they are is only through the consciousness of Hashem. The consciousness of Hashem is drawing them forth into everything they're saying and doing and seeing. It's the consciousness of Hashem that originate, ultimately originates in plants and extends out and sprouts the person in that format doing that thing. That's through the consciousness of Hashem. So does he not see? And in a rhetorical question, obviously he does. So, God willing, we should be holy this week. Kadoshim. We should make a holy vessel all the time. Mainly, for me at least, just by this constant awareness of this, these points. And to try to purify and make holy our speech, our thoughts, and our actions. I mean...